Public announcement. Paul Giamatti, the host, shares no resemblance nor connection to Paul Giamatti, the American actor, director, and producer. Warning, this podcast contains swearing. Oh my god. Okay. One moment. Oh. Hey guys. Mic check. One, two. How's it going? Okay, so I'm back. Been away for quite a bit of time. But don't worry. Okay, we're going to jump straight back in. Why have I been away? Good question. So last person that I interviewed... Was it Pam Garcia? I think it was. Either way, I don't know. I got a few acting jobs, and uh, I was the janitor in one thing. It was called, uh, uh, what was it called? Maybe. Sarah, do you have notes on that? Yeah. I was the janitor in a film, short film, 30 minutes long, about uh, two lovers called... Big long fat shaft and tiny thin tight hole. Two. Great crew, great director. I didn't meet anybody else. I was the guy that uh, was mopping up. I don't. I assume they had a party with a uh, mayonnaise and something else. And uh, I don't know. They left, and then I had to clean up after them. Let's get down to business, guys. I'm going to be releasing today to you the interview that I did back in 2000. It would be 2016 now with a guy called Frenchy. Okay. Frenchy is a chef. He would say he was international, you know, renowned. Uh, I think he's a bit of a madman, but you guys can make your own mind up. I got a bit of a cold. All right. At the minute, I've got a cough. <clears throat> so, okay. Don't worry. You know. And I had a cold back then as well, which is the funny thing, that I'm doing this now with a cold, and I also had a cold back then, so, you know, my voice might be a bit off, but it's never that on, is it? So, he works at a restaurant called Who Man Meat, that's W-H-O space M-A-N, man space M-E-A-T, meat, question mark, exclamation mark, and uh, he cooks human meat, so I think one of the only famous chefs in the world that serves human meat um but it's like given to the restaurant by the people whose meat it is you know you'll you'll figure it out it's it's weird but uh yeah frenchy uh the chef okay let's get into it i have got a cold so i have to apologize uh that's all right you get ill while uh, that's fine don't worry you are in the restaurant but I have to be uh-huh. honest with you as well. When I have got a cold or any kind of illness, um, one time I uh, mm-hmm. chopped off my index finger oh. into a, a soup. Oh, okay. I did not see the point in taking the finger out. <laughs> you all the blood yeah, yeah, for this bit. Right. Because it added something to that broth that I don't think the people of Chiswick had ever tasted mm. before. Okay, so was to be frank with you, yeah, 
Was that the first time you used meat or what was it? Let the... me tell you then. Yeah. To be frank with you, that was my introduction to cooking human meat. Oh. And really was the inspiration. Yeah. I called it fingers broth. I did lose the finger, it is true. Yeah. I don't have 10 digits anymore. I have... Can I see? Well, if you exclude the thumb and we're just counting fingers... Can I have a look at, at that? I think I got one, two... I can't count, but just half an index finger on my left hand is gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, have a look yeah. at that. Christ. It's a wee nubbin. It's gone, isn't it? Half that finger... But it's good for... Uh -huh. If someone has opened a bottle of wine... Mm -hmm. Red, usually, I can stick the nubbin in the end of the bottle and it will stay fresh yeah. for yeah. many, many weeks. Obviously, <laughs> I have to leave my nubbin deep inside the bottle right. where it has a finger. Right, yeah. It's very, very annoying, it's in a way, but little swig here and there never goes a miss, Paul. Eh? So, yeah, so that was the beginning of this restaurant now. Uh, we will get into the history of the restaurant don't worry. Yeah. But. <clears throat> okay. All right. Sorry, Paul. I will have to cough. No, that's fine. I've got a cold as well. So. Let me explain to you what I want to do today. Yeah. Okay. For, Great. Um, yeah. Great. To show you yeah. what the restaurant is all about. I want to cook uh -huh. two or three meals for you. You can try. I try. Are they human or what? <laughs> are they going to be? Yes, indeed. Or they will have human meat in okay. them. Okay. All right. Because well. this is Human meat, yeah. question mark, exclamation mark. That is actually how it is written above the door as well. Yeah, I noticed when I came in yeah. that, uh, yes. and this is going to be a, a podcast, so mm. um, th there maybe I'll take a picture when I leave, but above maybe. the door, okay. um, it literally says, who man meet, and then not the... No punctuation. No, no. yeah, it, then it just says question mark exclamation mark written out yes. as words it's not yes. it's not the actual punctuation no we, um, which i thought again was crazy and also the fact that you don't have a front door do you want to explain to people <laughs> how they get into the restaurant yes, yes, or yes. you don't have to if you don't want to <laughs> but getting in here was a really big Hard kind of you, yes. it was difficult i'll put it that way what do we do here at the restaurant uh-huh is yeah when people find out that I'm cooking human meat. They are very angry about it, and uh, mm -hmm. they say, Frenchie, how dare you do this? It is not right. It is not right. Mm, okay. So, I had to take the door out of the restaurant so that uh, the angry people could not get into the restaurant. Mm -hmm. In place of the door, I've eaten several bricks that are touch buttons, and if you can figure out and eat them in the right sequence, a small window will be shown to you. Mm -hmm. You can then enter through this small window, should your waist be fit enough, and that is how you can come to the restaurant. But, little fun fact, okay. there's no other exit or entrance to the building. Oh. Since okay. working here, I've put on a lot of weight. <laughs> I can no longer get out of the window. I tell you, it's a bloody law. I mean, uh, so, let's talk sounds... about the first meal. Oh, well, just a sec. Um, no? I just wanted to talk to you maybe about back... Uh, wh mm -hmm. Where? Wh what's your history? Where, where did it all start for you as a chef? I can... All right. So, we can go all the way back to the beginning. All right. Let's get into it. Okay. Take it away. But I will tell you one thing, Paul. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've never been to France. No way. 
I can hear you asking yourself, <laughs> how did he become one of the greatest French chefs? One of the greatest. Without ever stepping foot on that island. Well, wow. I, mean, I will I... explain to you, Paul. Okay. When you think famous chef, yeah. what are you thinking? You're thinking French snails. Snails, You're yeah. Snails. The voice. You are thinking of the hat, the apron. The, yeah, the hat. Well, look at me. Do I have the hat? No. No. Do I have the apron? No. 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 Do yeah. I have the voice? Yes. No. Oh, I'm yeah. a French. No. But I'm a great. Yes. What are you now thinking, Paul? I mean, I mind is blown. You know. Yeah. Damn right it that is. That is what damn right right means. Exclamation mark. Question mark. Whatever way around it goes, oh it's about. I mean, I can't believe it. You're not. French? No. I don't really know. One hundred percent. When I came through the magic door, which, by the way, uh-huh. I've been out there for six days. Um, I had to go time. to the local bookshop mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. I got six or seven books about riddles and stuff like that. And I read Harry Potter a few times because I think there's magic doors in that book, but mm. it took so long to figure out. How to get nah, that window open? It's a good riddle, Paul. I tell you. Yeah, it's a. I don't. Still doesn't make any sense to me. I think nah. it was just random, but uh, probably yes. I don't um, know. In anyway, look. I thought you were French because you just. I don't know. You just kind of you oozing that French oh. chef More. vibe about you. So why do you? Gracias, Paul. Gracias. When did you decide to? When did you decide to be French? Well, I can tell you this. I've always been Take a Frenchman in. A Landeros body. Uh-huh. And uh, when I was four years old, I uh, remember my father was an angry man. And uh, I had shot into the bed. So he decided to teach me a lesson. Okay. Was to make me eat the shit. Oh, my. Uh, oh, my God. From the fridge. Oh, thank God. We had a lot of rotten food in the fridge. We had a rotten potato. Yeah. A rotten tomato. Uh-huh. And a rotten cucumber. Right. He said, all right, you're shitty the bed. It's going to cost money to clean the bed, but also the food is going off, which is a waste of money. So to even out the shattered bed that you have purposely shit in, which I did, I wouldn't lie to you, he wouldn't let me watch uh-huh. uh, Saturday Night Takeaway, which was a classic French TV show when I was younger. I don't, um, I don't know that show, but... Um. French used to sit around and watch Anton Deck, uh-huh. Saturday Night Takeaway. Uh, he wouldn't let me watch it, so I said, well, fuck you, papa, uh-huh. which in French is, Saison, papa. Wow, wow. And uh, it is one of the most rudest things a Frenchman can say wow. to his English dad. I imagine. Anyway... I took my trousers down. We lived in a studio apartment and I shattered the bed. My bed, but also his bed. And he said, right, the money of the bed sheeting, yeah. you will have to even out by eating this rotten vegetable and saving the money of the way. So what I did was I said, I will eat this rotten vegetable, but I will not eat it raw. I took it. And I put it in a pot. Yeah. And I put the pot on the stove. And I turned the stove on. And I did some other things to it. I did a spice. I stirred it. I chopped it up. I used what I like to call the waving hand, which is where you 
wafted mm-hmm. fresh air at the food with your aunt. Wow. Before wow. you knew it, me and my father were sitting down to, quite frankly, one of the most delicious things we'd ever eaten in our studio apartment. And you were four years old then? That's Did I say four? Yeah, you... I meant 40. Oh. I was 40 okay. years old. Yeah. This was last year. Oh. Anyway. Okay. That was the beginning of right. my career as a chef. Okay. They did make us very sick, though, because the vegetables were very, very gone off. They were off and off. Vegetable and... What is it? Fungus? Yeah, fungus. Um, I mean... <clears throat> Chris, could, sorry, excuse me. <coughs> I've called you up. I think I've got your cold. Yes, um, I think fully so. Fully in, in every way. But let's just backtrack there a second. So you're, if I guess right, 41 now? Yes, 41. And uh, mm. you started cooking when you were 40 years old. 40 years old with my father who owns the restaurant. Right. Half, so you're, okay. Half enough. We only so you've only been cooking for one year and yet you've cooked up. Um, yeah, cooking. I think that's. Not a pun, but wordplay. Word word You've cooked up such a storm mm. uh, in the food industry by cooking human meat. I, I am mean, a there's, I've I've read uh, alone while while ah. traveling around so many stories of people so against what you've yes. done. There but are. then also I've read great stories where the people that are donating their mm. meat to you um, are so happy with what they've eaten, and uh, and customers are so happy mm. with what they what they've eaten. Uh, I mean, one year, I can't believe One that. year, Paul. So for 40 years, what did you do? I played Minecraft, pretty much. Wow. Just I mean, did that continuously. That is uh, impressive. So I was really good wow, at it, 40? to be frank, Paul. Right, okay, so should we carry on and, and cook a meal? You want to cook, I can cook. Okay. And I will cook some meat. Okay. And it will be bloody human meat. Okay. Yes, I will cook for you. Uh-huh. What I have just got coming, okay. which is uh, the ears of a little boy. He is eight years old. Oh. That is eight years old. Christ. It's both of his ears. His left and the right ear. Okay, yeah, yeah. Funny yeah. story, really. He was walking out into the uh, yeah. to the street. Yeah. Uh, he couldn't hear a bus coming, and mm. he got hit by the bus. Yeah. He didn't die, but he, uh, his, as punishment, his parents have lopped off his ears. And uh, they posted them to the restaurant. Okay, so... We've just got them coming. I'm going to do a few things to them, so I will just get on this stove. Let's go. So, Paul, what I'm doing now is I'm dicing the ears. As you can see, my knife is so bloody sharp. It is going through the cartilage. Nobody's trouble. I'm taking the lobes off. I'm going to do a lovely... How would you say? Slice to them. Make them into uh, beautiful strips. Next thing we will do is saute them in butter. Take them out of the pan. Instantly boil them. Put them in the freezer for 30 seconds. Then we're going to juggle the bits around. Mix them with some radish. Put that back inside the bag of gold nuggets. Not the breakfast cereal. Actual golden nuggets. Then we are going to jangle that around and say, Yehar, yehar, we have struck gold. We're going to put it back into the pan for a second sauté with garlic, butter, basil, brush, the puppet. Then we are going to put that in a roasting tin. Throw it off the roof. If only we could get to the roof, we'll have to skip that step. And then serve it up with a side of balsamic vinegar 
and the rocket. Like explosives or, you know? No. Actual rocket, the leaf. Okay, thank God. And oh. here you go, Paul. Thank you, thank you. I will give you with that, um, a glass of red wine. Oh, thank you. Nothing goes better with the ears of an eight-year-old boy. Um, sorry. The ears of a deaf eight-year-old boy. And then uh, this uh -huh. wine. Well, this is the reddest wine you can get. It's, yeah, it's so pretty. So, in fact, we call it maroon wine. Oh, okay. Try it. Yeah, okay. I will have a glass. You know, I've, well, I've already been drinking oh, wow, that's, since 6 a.m. Oh, God. I mean, that's... I'll try again, but... Oh, you're really, really doing that, aren't you? The whole thing. Okay, well, that's strong, though, right? Well, the so, thing about this wine, Paul, uh -huh. it is, um, unlike most wines, stronger than vodka. <laughs> so you can end up feeling a little bit, um, yeah. well, yeah. like a Frenchman <clears throat> would say. Right, what would they say? A beast. <laughs> I mean, I've sipped that once, and I, I feel pretty, uh, yes. pretty drunk already. Ah, um, yes, I do. Right, so... Tuck in, should I? So I'll describe what it looks mm -hmm. like. It looks like um, mm. I don't know how to describe this. Um, do you want to describe the way that it looks while while I try it? Yes. So these are the ears of a an eight year old deaf boy that's yes. been sautéed and boiled, and, boiled. and then they've been put in a bag with in the freezer, no, freezer. and in the bag with a gold, yes. and you yelled at them, and then put them back in the a roasting tin with a puppet Basil. and then you put them right, was right. It, where was it we put it back in the back, pan back into the pan and then um, sorry my phone's going that's okay Paul. it's my uh, my friend Sarah I am surprised because um, I'm you know I'm trying to get her a job okay. working for me I, so, don't, anyway. I don't care but um, let me try I don't care it well it look like um, wet mud is what it is the appearance of it if you got mud my god that is right Right? That is good. You know what I'm talking about, I really about, thought Paul. that would not be good, mm. but that is... Gracias, that is, Paul, gracias. Jesus Christ, that might be the best thing I've I've ever yes. eaten in They my are life. so succulent. The ears of a... What does that say about me? Ears of a deaf child, they are succulent. Mm. The thing about the mm. ears of a deaf boy is not only do they have the youth, yeah. but they have never been used. Paul. Yeah, I know. I they mean, are like brand new tires on a car. You know, mm. they just keep on giving. Have you tried the lobe? No, I haven't. I haven't. I have a bit of that okay. lobe. It is lit. Well, oh it didn't die, but they are to God, die for that it, is right? so soft. I can't get enough of that these is so in the soft. restaurant. Um, no. We do get a lot of legs and arms, uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, but they are usually burnt or usually yeah. very, very diseased. I imagine, I imagine. But the ears of a deaf boy are one of the proudest things I've ever had the chance to cook. I mean, um, you are a master. I will cook you something else of, now, if you want. Uh, yes. Let me see what I'd love to try something stock. else, please. We have got... Um, My God, I mean... Uh, this is very, was, very good. Okay. What elderly gentleman come to the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think he accidentally stumbled in here somehow, eating the ball in the right sequence. Mm -hmm. He was a blind man. And uh, when I described to him what... Yeah. Yeah. He was inside of the restaurant. He uh, explicitly asked me to cook his eyes for him, to take out his okay. blind eyes Sounds tasty. and to cook them because he had no use for them. Mm. He wanted to eat them. I cooked them up. Uh, I made a little bit of uh, what I called an Irish broth 
and then I add arabiato sauce on top of okay, this. Okay. But Paul, what I've mostly done for him, yeah, is cook up his eyes. It took a while. It took about an hour, and he was so old that he died. Oh, so I just no. have these eyes cooked up in arabiata sauce out the back oh, in the my. fridge. Well, I can get you know, it for you if you want to try. A dead man's eyes. Um, All right, give me one second. Of course. Why would I not want to eat that? So um. So there we have it, guys. Frenchie the chef. Never been to France, but I have to say, one of the greatest French chefs I've ever met. He taught me um, so much um, about French culture, and um, he had so many stories about things that he cooked, and he's only been cooking for a year. So I think the takeaway there, guys, is... If you love something, just do it. Doesn't matter how old you are. If it's your calling, it's your calling. Um... The eyes were unbelievable. Obviously, there's only two of them, and the man must have been quite small and feeble because they were like gray and tiny. But I had the left one, and Frenchie tried the right one. Um, again, eyes is something that he doesn't get much of because it's so difficult for blind people to get into his restaurant. Um, it's a shame that the old man didn't get to eat uh, his own eyes because it, they were... I didn't think that I had a very good palate for food, but it turns out that, man, it's just not the right food I've been eating. Um, but what a win for Frenchie, though, because that dead guy, um, he got to use all that guy's body, like feet, hands, face, hair. He makes a great hair puree um, that he had some in the freezer. I tried it on a cracker. Um, it was so good. Um, toenails, uh, everything the guy had. He gave his clothes... Um, somewhere to a cherry i don't know um what else did i try oh man i had a few more things i don't know what they were i think i had the nose of a beauty queen she had her nose done and she asked her nose original nose was taken off and shipped to the restaurant um she was gonna fly in from milan i think and try it but she, you know, got held up um, doing whatever beauty queens do. And so we tried her nose. I think he just toasted it. It was just a toasted nose, but it was so good. It jellified and he spread it on bread. And we had it with a cup of tea. Because that wine, man, that gets you going. By the way, the wine is made from blood, which makes so much sense now. But then it didn't make, it was strong as Christ. Human blood ferments in a way that grapes do not. I know that now. So guys, I got over my cold two years ago after meeting Frenchie from Good Food. I'm going to go and uh, fill my bathtub with ice and lemons and then lay in that. I think that might help clear my chest. Till next time, right? What else did Frenchie say he wanted me to tell you guys? Um, all right, yeah. He said that because he doesn't do any press for the restaurant that um, he can never really get any greater messages out about the restaurant because of the bad press that they get. Can people stop applying to be the sous chef? Because he said he did have a sous chef, um, but he was terrible um, at being a sous chef. Um, 
I think he used him as food in the end. I think that was the, they came to that agreement that the sous chef would be better off as a salad. Um, so that's what they did with him. But he just thinks it's not worth the trouble, you know, of you guys needing to get hired. So stop applying to the restaurant. All right. I don't know how the hell you would do that anyway. But remember that we were on Twitter. We've got a, what do we got, Sarah? Instagram. We got Gmail. I mentioned what that was. I think it's the character characters podcast at gmail.com. We're still getting emails about Troop Basin. All right. I haven't seen that guy in a long time. But uh, next week or whenever the hell I do the next um, introduction for the whatever recording I did, it should be a good one. I think uh, we're going to go maybe outside of the planet Earth. I did travel somewhere else um, off the planet when I was traveling around in 2016. So whatever, guys, have a good week and uh, don't fall down and hurt yourself. And do not um, fall asleep inside uh, who men eat, question mark, exclamation mark, because you'll probably end up um, in some kind of delicious soup. My God, it was so good. Sarah, can I get a, can I get a coffee?